The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Slash WinBet, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast. I had to check uh, my right shoulder to see what shirt I've got up behind me again. Uh, This is the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle. Upon time up in the northeast of England. Today is January the 18th, and we are here to have a look at the uh, National League futures, news, odds, any picks we like, totals, uh, departures, acquisitions, free agency trades, all of that malarkey. Um, we tackled the AL last week, which the pod is available um, in all the usual places. And tonight is the turn of the National League. And here this week, uh, I haven't spoken to him for ages. We were having a good uh, a good chin wag before we started recording there. Um, is Mr. Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how are you doing, man? Oh, Malcolm, it has been a long time coming. How are you? Uh, first time in the new year. So happy new year to you and your family. Uh, I'm doing well. It's been, uh, as the Grateful Dead says, I don't know if you know that band. It's been a long, strange trip, but uh, excited <laughs> to be with you and uh, can't wait to talk about uh, the National League. Yeah, you've uh, you've had some adventures, Dylan, haven't you, in the last few weeks? I mean, oh, yeah. it's been hard to keep up with you on your, on your Twitter f- uh, feed, but are you, you okay? Everything all right, son? Yeah, everything's all right. And uh, by the way, I love the background. Uh, I love the Nighthawk jersey. It's getting better every time we record. So I feel like come da- baseball season in a few months, it'll be even better. Well, yours is kind of the gold standard on the network, yeah. on the entire network, Dylan, your little mini corner studio there is the absolute gold standard so my looks a bit shit tonight but it's better than like <laughs> better than you had better than me sitting through there slumped on the sofa it's when we started streaming it, everyone kind of realized what a lazy pig i was um i've got a block of cheese that i'm eating i love it uh, you got some tea nice. with you uh, i've got a cup of tea and a great big lump of cheese <laughs> that's what's going on there um wow but today's news dylan which is uh which has unsettled me slightly is that as of today, I've got a teenage daughter, Dylan. Oh, uh, wow. I, I know, yeah. So Betty How does turns. it feel? Well, I don't know. I, th- I mean, I just, I'm just going to hide for seven years, I think. I, I, I don't, I mean, we find out. But the, so the thing that tonight was, obviously we said we'd get birthday tea, you know, a birthday dinner, you might call it. Um, so of all the cuisines in the world, Dylan, of all the takeaways, of all the shops, of anything she could have had, what do you think she chose to have? For, for a, dessert um, or for uh No, dinner? just a meal, yeah, for a birthday meal. Um where did we go? Mignon, some steak. All of those were options. What she wanted, soup. Dylan. And she's not soup, not that bad. She stood right next to me actually because she's heard me talking about it. Um a subway sandwich. Oh wow. I know, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big subway guy. Oh, I don't Dylan's know if you, I don't know if you have it over there, but Jer- but Jersey Mike's, Jersey Mike's got great subs. 
I don't think we have Jersey Mike's, do we? Nah, it's a joke. I've heard of it. No. Um, I mean, a Subway sandwich, it's, that's like a Thursday lunch. It's not even a Friday lunch. A Friday lunch, you get something better because it's Friday. You know, you get something more fun. Like yeah. a Subway. So, yeah, mildly disappointed with that. Uh, but that's that. So, anyway, happy birthday to be. And, um, yeah, wish me thought, thoughts and prayers uh, go out to me for the next... Um, You'll be all for right. For the next Time few years. Yeah, you reckon? And then she, what? What do they call it? Is it? I heard universities, uh, high school, correct? In no in university, you... still university. Oh, okay, that's when you're eighteen, yeah. Oh, but yeah, she's already she's in. Going to do that? Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> we'll have to see. But yeah, so uh, we did the American League last week with Noah, and I really enjoyed it because I've been very um, soccer heavy before that. Done the World Cup. Uh, transition that into the Premier League gambling podcast. Bump, just get that in nice and early. Everyone who uh, who's who follows soccer or wants to get into it, you'll find me and Barry um, on the Premier League gambling podcast. The Discord channel's good. We had another well, yeah, we I had another winner tonight. Manchester United and Crystal Palace under two and a half goals finished one yes, one. Um, so get across and give us a little um, help. There, that's kind of like where all the sports gambling podcast network shows started. But I enjoyed looking at the baseball last week. It was, um, it sort of, it, it judged me up for the new season. It, it, it piqued my interest and excitement, Dylan. Um, because as I say it had been a little while since I'd looked at the baseball. So tonight, yeah. uh, we've got the National League. We'll go team by team. We will, um, we'll go kind of alphabetical order from the East to the central to the west. Um, before we get started, I'll tell you about our headline sponsor on the MLB Gambling Podcast, which is the WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Uh, great promos on some payouts happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up to receive a special offer. Bet $100 to get $100, which is limited to state availability. And of course, if you're at the biggest long shot party of the week, you'll get a $1,000 free credit. Uh, Loads to choose from. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you were someone who has a gambling problem, call. 1-800-522-4700. On the subject of the um, NFL playoffs, Dylan, before we move on, what happened to the Jets, man? I think the last oh, time no. we spoke or had a chat, no, no. they were doing all, I think they had a winning record. They'd won a few games and then no. they absolutely fell off a cliff. What happened to my, my, my boy, Zach Wilson? Oh, no. He's the worst quarterback in the league. <laughs> he's... It's just painful to be a Jet fan right now. Uh, you know, people say, oh, it was, a, it was a positive year. You went over your win total. You you did better than everyone expected. But like you said, we were sitting there seven and four, maybe looking to go into the playoffs. And then you go one and six, can't score a touchdown in three straight games. Offense looked abysmal. It painful to watch. It was like sitting on tooth and nails every freaking game I was watching. It, it's bad. Trust me. I hope we... Uh, we go for Lamar, to be honest. I really hope we get Lamar. Sauce, sauce was good. I enjoyed him. Oh, he's an all pro. Uh, he's fantastic. That's the only bright spot. Him, Garrett Wilson. Uh, our running game was pretty good. Brees Hall from what we saw. So there are some good pieces. Our defense is good. It's just we got to clean up the uh, quarterback, and we also need an offensive line. 
So. And how do you feel about my uh, my hundred to one Jacksonville Super Bowl ticket? Oh, um, uh, I think to... I think it was a nice run. <laughs> I think they ran into uh, Patrick Mahomes, but a hundred to one is great value. I went to bed. I went to bed a loser the other night, and I woke up a winner. They were they were toast, and then all of a sudden they were uh, like Lazarus. They were back from the dead. Um, so yeah, my hundred to one rides into another Sunday. For your um, book, are you allowed to cash out like an early cash out option? Yes, no? yeah, there will be. Yeah, um, it'll probably not be worth much at the minute. I wouldn't have thought because they're probably still about thirty three to one or something. There'll be a big price, won't they? But. Um, yeah, they kept me going anyway because I backed the Jags and I backed the, the Lions. And actually, I thought the Lions would be unlucky not to make it into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I had them both at 101. So. Good win. Um, but, yeah, baseball coming up though. We've got the World Baseball Classic, which starts in March. Me and Noah are going to get our teeth into that. Um, but let's start our, our little journey around the National League with... we go got the NL East. We'll start at the top with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, 10 to 1 for the World Series they are plus 325 to win the league and they are plus 140 for the NL East um, free agent departures um, for the Braves the big one obviously was Dansby Swanson off to the Cubs Kenny Jansen um, Adam Duval a bit lower down the list we're kind of only including the important ones um, not going on forever. I mean, Noah went on forever last week. Noah was giving you a, a single A, um, single A prospect free agent signings straight out of high school. Uh, yeah, for the, yeah um, he went a bit deeper. Um, the only acquisition I know really, certainly off the free agency anyway, was Jordan Luplo, which isn't going to move the needle much. But they've traded for a few players. They've traded for Sean Murphy, the catcher. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to help out Travis Darno there. Uh, Sam Hilliard from Colorado. They hit 209 last season. And then in the pen, the two was uh, Joe Jimenez um, and Lucas Loetke, maybe. Um, they were both just a little bit underwhelming, is what I've made really, the Atlanta off season. Obviously, they were great to start with, but like if you're not moving forward, you're staying still, you know, and teams are going to move past yeah. you. I think the lineup looks okay, consistent, lots of power, lots of middle and averages, so not much depth either. Yeah. Um, I think a lot depends on Michael Harris. Um, they need him to train on next season. He hit 22 bombs with 20 stolen bases, but I'm not really convinced about him uh, for next season. The rotation looks above average without blowing my socks off. Um, need a little bit of improvement from Kyle Wright. Um, can Spencer Strider do what he did last season? And then you've got Mike Soroka with a big question mark next to him as well. So this was... I've handicapping this team didn't inspire any kind of emotion in me, really, whether it was positive or negative. I didn't have an awful lot to do with, um, with the Atlanta Braves. So kind of just a they gloss over them at this point. The total 94 and a half is probably right. They certainly don't want to be anywhere near 100, but they are going to be a 90 plus team. So yeah, um, as far as a bet goes uh, to lead off to lead off this episode, the Atlanta Braves didn't interest me at all, did it? Yeah, no, I, they didn't really go out and do too much. You know, I don't, I think their rotation is above average. Uh, Max Freed, I do think, see how Soroka does coming off the injury. Charlie, Uncle Charlie, he's getting old. Kyle Wright, we'll see if he could duplicate the year he had. Same thing with Spencer Strider. I think they need a little more depth. I like their bullpen. Uh, I, th- I like the addition to Sean Murphy. Matt Olson's good on first. 
Uh, Ozzy Osby is all right. I think they need to. Hey, yeah, he's sorry. He was one more actually, along with Michael Harris, that mm. had some injuries and now can he move on to the level we thought he was going to get to? Yeah, but yeah, that's a good a good pick out, Ozzy Osby. And I do like Austin Riley. He's a good hitter. I, I do think they're going to miss Dansby Swanson a little more than they think. Uh, Vaughn Grissom, he's okay, but I don't think he's the level of Dan Swanson. Michael Harris Jr., he's good. I they do have some, uh, they do have some depth, but I, I think they what they need to add is more bullpen and more uh, depth in the rotation. But yeah, not not a real big uh, off season for the Braves. Yeah, Vaughn Grissom was another one, a little bit like um, Michael Harris that I wasn't hugely keen on. So yeah, like I say, Braves um, yet to show me enough to to want to back them or fade them for that matter. Uh, next up, um, Dylan, we'll throw this across to you: the Miami Marlins. Mm. Miami Marlins, yeah. That is so, a good noise to make. Yeah, they're plus 10,000 for the World Series. It's uh, 13th amongst the whole league. National League, plus 4,000, tied for 7th. And they're dead last to win the NL at plus 4,000. Uh, some key, they did get uh, shortstop uh, Gene Sakura from the Marlins. I thought that was pretty good. They traded away Miguel Rojas to the Dodgers. Uh, they needed to replace Trey Turner. Uh, the Mets traded center field uh, Jake Magnum to the Marlins, so got a little depth there. You know, for for their like strengths and weaknesses, is I, I feel like Segura might play third, which I kind of like for them to be honest. They they traded Miguel Rojas to the Dodgers for the kid Jacob to play shortstop. Uh, John Birdie, I think he'll play second base. Uh, we we love their pitching staff. They always, we always said we like how they pitch. Bullpen's a little shaky, but. Uh, I think their outfield, they're they're young now. Their best hitter, their best hitters are JJ uh, Bradley and Peyton Perdick. I do like George Soler. They picked him up, but but that's about it. The catcher position is weak. Nick Fortes, he's an average catcher, and I don't know. I, I definitely more weaknesses than strengths. Their win totals at seventy two and a half, and I kind of think that's high. Uh, I would go under that before I go over. I don't trust it. I think they're young, inexperienced, and I think they need to add a few more bats. So I think they're a couple years away, so I would go under their win total right now. Yeah, I would agree. Um, maybe I would have put it around about 70, so not a million miles away. Um, the couple of names I noted down, you, you mentioned Gene Segura. Uh, he's a fun signing. Uh, he's yeah. a fun player, and he'll do okay. And the other one, really, with a bit of upside um, is in the rotation where Edward Cabrera, I think, is slated to start as kind of the SP5. Yeah. And I think he could have a good season, um, talk about him in fantasy circles. So we'll just have to see um, if if he can start in. Because it is their rotation that keeps them kind of competitive. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, you've got the you've got your you've got your Cy Young winner, you've got uh, Pablo Lopez, etc. Who do you uh, think so, the yeah, third starter would be on the Marlins? I think Edward Cabrera has actually has a decent chance to be the third starter. Yeah, I'm just uh Lazardo, at... you got Trevor Rogers, Braxton Garrett. Yeah, yeah, it gets a bit ugly after that. I know Braxton yeah. Garrett um he had some nice so... outings last season, I remember. Yeah, he did. He was gonna say he got quite a lot of airtime on the uh on the show, Braxton Garrett in the last month or yeah, so of the season. Obviously they picked up Johnny Cueto as well. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Um obviously no spring chicken, thirty he's gonna be thirty seven. 37 years old, Jenny Quaid. But yeah, the, the names are okay. And here's just Lazardo, I don't mind. So yeah, interesting to see. But that's a, that's a tough division as well. They're going to they're going to see uh, the Mets, the Phillies and the Braves an awful lot, which um, does sort of lean you towards um, 
that under 72 and a half. Uh, next up, Dylan, we have to stay with you for this slot. Uh, your very own New York Mets. Tell us how confident you are. Oh, I was I was debating on wearing uh, a Mets hat on the show today, but uh, <laughs> no, I decided not to. But we'll start that for opening day. But uh, World Series plus seven fifty, tied for third. National League uh, tied for first with the Dodgers at plus four hundred. They are the first uh, for the NL East at plus one thirty five. So the, a lot of guys were free agents. They elected to go into free agents, but we were able to resign the best closer, Edward Diaz. We went out. I think you and I discussed on the pod last month. We got Justin Verlander. Uh, Davison, uh, David Robertson really is going to help our bullpen. We signed the lefty, Jose Quintana. I think he'll maybe be the fourth, fifth starter. We resigned uh, Brandon Nimmo. Uh, Sanga, Kode Sanga. That's going to be my new favorite player. I, I really like that guy. Uh, I think he'll probably be third in our rotation. Uh, we got a backup shortstop, Danny Mand- uh, Manic. Uh, we re-signed Adam Adovino. So we did a lot. Uh, I think we have. I think it's arguable. We have one of the best rotations in baseball. I think the catcher position actually improved as well. We got rid of James McCann. More of the pitchers actually preferred uh, Thomas Nito. So then you add the number one prospect, Francisco Alvarez. Uh, we also added Omar Navarez. So I, I think it's one of the best in fields as well. They're deep. Uh, yeah, Correa would have put us over the top, but I think we're still fine at third base. You know, uh, we, we still have Ed, uh, Cabrera. We have Luis Guillermo. We have the young guy, Brett Beatty. So I, I think we're all right. It's just... You know, Carlos Correa puts us over the top, I think, especially with the bat. But uh, I don't guess I weakness I, I could think right now for the Mets is the lack of depth in the outfield. I don't like our DHs. I know we just got Tommy Fan today, but no, got, I didn't see that. Yeah, we got Tommy Fan. So it's I don't know if it automatically rules out Darren Ruff, but we got Volder back in that spot as well. Uh, Starley Marte, Thomas Nito, and Khalil Leal. Those are like really, and, and uh, Mark Hanna, those are our only outfielders. So I think we need to add another. I think we need to be more aggressive in uh, the trade deadline this this upcoming season. So that's what I would uh, do the overview on the offseason. Our win total is at 95 and a half. And there's no reason why I don't think we could go over. We went over 100 wins last year with and two thirds of the season. We were out with our best pitcher and Jacob DeGrom. So I think we added more than we lost. So I still like Buck Walter. I still like the club. I like our bullpen. I like our power hitters. I do think we need to add another bat. But with the amount of money we spent on the pitching staff and our our uh, fielding, I like us to go over 95 and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the Japanese guys who come across, you mentioned Koda Zenge, going to be your, your new favorite player. They, they seem to be so easy to root for. Oh, just so into that. Their attitude, whether it would like uh, a press conference, clearly like a cultural thing, they're respectful. We've seen it with show here and other players. Um, fun, but also respectful. And um, yeah, he's going to be great. So it is a, it, it pretty much a new look rotation uh, for them. They added some middle bullpen pieces as well. Uh, the lineup is very similar, but stacked. Um, yeah, they're going to be good. I think the slated one game, uh, projected one game, uh, higher than the Braves at the minute, but I would have that gap maybe a little bit bigger. I would maybe make put that up to four or five games. Yeah. Um, putting the Mets somewhere near 98, 99 uh, with Atlanta at 94. So, yeah, the Mets to win that division for me. Did you say the way, what, what price? About, about the same, plus 130. Yeah, I got plus 135 for the division. I do like it. I Hopefully we don't 
have a second half collapse like we did last season because we were 15 games up. So we should have won the division. Uh, don't know about National League because I think you could get a better price in season on the National League. Well, that was the trade deadline. You just need to do a better job. They picked yeah. up, um, you said Darren Ruff and was Vogel back the other one. And th- those, uh, th- say that outfield depth that you just mentioned, that's what they tried to address and they got it wrong. Like, fair enough, this year, do better. Do you know what I mean? Learn from that uh, and do a little bit better. So uh, we'll see We'll see how that turns up. Next up um, are the Washington Nationals. Wow, this was fun. Um, me and Noah handicapped some dog shit last week, um, the the Tigers um, and the Athletics, but there's some, there's some really bad stuff in here as well. Uh, World Series price is 350 to 1, 175 to 1 to win the league. 250 to 1 to win the NL East. Um, so, yeah, as the odds suggest, this was ugly. Um, free agent departures, uh, Cesar Hernandez, Luke Voigt, Nelson Cruz. Um, I mean, even the names you're giving out now, Annabelle Sanchez is the other name I've jotted down. Um, he got a lot of airtime in the last month of the pod just because I turned him into Cy Young for the last his last four starts. I faded him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he couldn't stop winning. Um I've probably found him a contract somewhere. Uh, the extended Lane Thomas, uh, Hunter Harvey and Kyle Finnegan in the pen. Picked up Corey Dickerson, I don't mind. Uh, Jamie Candelario, uh, who I quite like as well. He needs a better season. Dom Smith, I like uh, from yeah. the Mets. Yeah. Um, and then Trevor Williams, again, another Met, which is just nothing. So, yeah, the, the rotation's poor. Um uh, Josiah Gray, we liked it last year, did okay. He could train on a little bit. Um, and then Mackenzie Gore's another one who's got some upside. So if they're going to win any games, it's going to be behind those two. Mm. Um, the lineup looks a bit better than last year for me, actually. Uh, the projected batting averages are serviceable. Then we've got some young young guys to root for, CJ Abrams, who came across from San Diego, Luis Garcia. And the pain is absolutely horrible. Um, now, I wrote down, I, I, I might look at an over, and I... I did this like two days ago and I put in brackets 62 without knowing because I got Noah to send me uh, these earlier on so wash it now it's 60 and a half there you go um, so the actual line is 60 and a half um, I fancied 62 so yeah I'd take a little over there um, but it's still not much to get excited about did this for Baltimore last year um, and <laughs> smashed it uh, I don't think Washington are going to smash it but I think they could do better than 60 and a half but yeah it's uh not an awful lot to get excited about, Dylan. Yeah, no. Uh, hopefully, Steven Strasburg could come back healthy as well. You know, uh, Patrick Corbin, I, uh, we like to fade Patrick Corbin. But no, yeah, Jojo, oh, yeah. uh, Josiah Gray, he's serviceable. Trevor Williams, I'm glad he got a contract. Same thing with Dom Smith. Mackenzie Gore is pretty good from uh, San Diego they got. But yeah, their bullpen is the one thing. I wrote that down as well. It's very bad. So <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you got to address it. They got to get some pieces. Uh, catcher spot, I think, is kind of weak as well. Not a big fan. I do like CJ Adams or Abrams, excuse me, that they got. But yeah. uh, other than that, Victor Robles, he's a, he's a good uh, player. Other than that, they they lack. I do like uh, over the 16 and a half. That seems kind of, it's hard to lose. It's hard not to win 61 games, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, finally then, in the NL East, uh, Dylan, the Philadelphia Phillies. What have you got? 
Yes, sir. So I got the Philadelphia Phillies World Series plus 1,400. That's fifth in the league. Uh, National League plus 700. That's tied for third. And the NL East also third at plus 300. It's a stacked division as we're talking about it. You got the Braves, Mets, and Phillies all fighting for that number one spot. But I think they had a pretty good uh, offseason. You know, they signed Trey Turner, one of the biggest splashes in the league. You got Taiwan Walker. I'm glad he winded up getting... uh, getting a nice deal because the Mets weren't going to pay him. Uh, got Matt Strom. He's a bullpen reliever. I like him. Craig Campbell, they got a closer. We'll see how he does. Uh, they also, the Tigers also traded left-hander uh, Gregory Soto and Cody Clemens to the Phillies for Matt Verling, Nick Martin, and Donnie Stan. So they, they did. They had a pretty active offseason, I would say. Uh, they have a pretty good rotation top to bottom, I would say. And uh Infield, obviously, Trey Turner. Second base, um, second base. You have looking at it, pr- probably Bryson Scott, right? Would would play. Alec yeah. Bohm is their third baseman. Obviously, JT Real Muto. He's one of the best catchers in the league, especially hitting wise. Left fielder, you got Kyle Schwab. He's a beast. Brandon Marsh is okay, I would say, for center field. Uh, Nick Cali- Castellanos. He's all right, and then obviously you got. Bryce Harper, he's a beast as well. So, you know, I, I do like their lineup. They have power up and down. Harper's still a force. I think their biggest weakness and has been since Joe Girardi was there is the bullpen. You know, they did add Craig Kimball, but the jury's still up on him, I would say. So I think they need to add some more depth in the bullpen. Their win total sitting around 88 and a half. That's a lot of games. I know they went on that big run to the World Series last year, but I think some regression is going to come in. So with the familiar faces, I would go under 88 and a half. Yeah. I mean, the uh, Bryce Harper's uh, had Tommy John surgery um, and that's going to keep him out when he had the surgery in November. Um, so that's always pretty much a full season, I think, isn't it? You don't, you're not going to see him uh, next season. Now, I thought the key for Philly um, was that they lost a couple of arms and the top of the rotation is okay. Obviously, Nola and Wheeler. It's whether or not that three, four, five um, of Taiwan Walker, Ranger Suarez, and Bailey Falter. Now it's better than most. I get you. It's it's, uh, but is it good enough when you're going to have to compete with Atlanta and the New York Mets? So that that's a tough ask. Uh, Philly did great last year. They came with a rattle um, and had a lot of fun in the playoffs. They were a fun team to follow. But yeah, it's just it's the back end of that that rotation for me. So yeah, not hugely convinced. Taiwan Walker going to be the Taiwan Walker in the first half when he made the all-star game, or is he going to be second half on the Mets Taiwan Walker? You know, if he could be the first half, I think it's a nice serviceable one, two, three with Wheeler, Nola and him. And even like you said, last year we were fans of Ranger Suarez. You know, if yeah, he, he was great. He was great. In some situations, you know, there are good spots to back Ranger Suarez, but you're right. I think like four or five, it kind of, kind of falls off a little. Um, so yeah, the and their total at eighty-eight and a half. They definitely you know, they look like a plus five hundred team, but eighty-eight. It's probably about right. Like I would, I would inch it under if I was making a line. I might go eighty-seven or eighty-six, but not. Mm-hmm. They're not miles away, so. No, trust yeah, me, Philly. you want that half if you're going to bet. I, I won on a, on the Padres last year. I think it was like 97 and a half, and I think oh, they nice. ended with 97. So the half will save you. It's beautiful when you squeeze squeeze under the ball there. Um, okay, NL Central next up, we will go to uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. 
And who's got the Milwaukee Brewers, Delina? That's you. Hit me. Lead us off. Sorry, I was on mute real quick. Yeah, Milwaukee Brewers World Series. They're fourth, uh, plus four thousand, tied for ninth. You have in the National League plus eighteen hundred, fifth, and then for the NL Central, they're second behind St. Louis at plus one forty five. So you know they they had some uh, they had a pretty active offseason. They traded uh, Hunter Renfro to the Angels for a bunch of uh, arms. They got two right handers and they got a left hander. They also signed uh, center fielder Blake Perkins as well. They traded their second baseman, Colton Wong, and cashed to Seattle Mariner for Jesse Winker and Abram Toro. So they, they got some death. Uh, what else did they do? Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, they traded Bryce Wilson to the Milwaukee Brewers just for some cash. They just were like, here, have them. We don't, we don't want them anymore. <laughs> uh, they signed Wade Miley as well. So mm. I, I like their starters, but... They traded some pieces away, dating back to last season in the deadline. We we even questioned it on the pod that, you know, this is a team fighting for a playoff spot. Why are they trading some of their key pieces? But I don't know. They kind of have an average bullpen as well. They're deep at the catcher position. I do like that. They they got about four catchers. Uh, first base, not really anything to die over, to be honest. Uh, second base, like they, they got Adam Turbo, uh, Tur- Toro, excuse me. I think they're going to put him at second. Uh, shortstop, you got Willie Adamas. He's a beast. I love Willie Adamas. I think he could rake. Um, third base, you got Lewis, uh, Lewis Rojas. I think he's okay. We'll see. Hopefully, Christian Yeltsin has a bounce back year. We've been dying from that MVP year he had a few years ago, so... Hopefully he could get back into regular form, but uh, Jesse Winker would be a nice DH. Maybe he'll play a little left field, but uh, nothing too, nothing like to ride home about. You know, he's a good addition, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm the jury's still out on this team. I think you put me onto him because last year I was very high on the Brewers with their rotation, but. They, they were just doing very questionable things. And w- when when I think I was on a pod with you, you you kind of were out on them. And and, it, yeah. and I always remembered that. And I kind of faded them towards the end of the season. And, and it was very profitable. And I think I'm going to fade them again. I think they're going to have another regression of a season. I think besides the top, besides uh, Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff, I don't really trust a- anybody else. Like Freddie Peralta... He's iffy. Eric Lauer, I don't trust him. Uh, Adrian Hauser and Aaron Ashby. And I know they picked up Wade Miley, but they just don't have a lot of good pitchers that I like to back besides their one and two. So probably going to be a slow year for the Brewers. And I think it's right. I think they are the second best team in the division, but I would fade them. I would go under 84 and a half. Yeah, well, I think part of um, me fading the Brewers, last year we had a bit of a team ride on the Cardinals at halfway in our, in our um, like all-star break podcast we took the the cards at plus money um, but I'm way out on the Brewers at all no thanks not for me this time around. they haven't got a single batter projected to hit over 250 yeah. at this point um, I know they picked up Brian Anderson um, I think yesterday actually after I'd finished handicapping but that doesn't move the needle Wade Miley's an awful signing no idea what they're thinking there I want to see some Aaron Ashby and sort of Wade Miley's just in there blocking him. So I'm, I'm quite like Freddie Peralta, but you're right. If he's the a great word to describe Freddie Peralta. Uh, so yeah, absolutely not for me at all. Certainly not that 145. And that that price makes the price on the St. Louis Cardinals who we're going to get to in a little while. But I'd be, I'd be taking the under and uh, I'll be fading them in lots of spots this season, not 
not keen at all uh, because when we went to the St. Louis Cardinals, um, a team, this is one of my one of my favourite uh, bets of, of this show that we're going to do, Dylan. Uh, the 22 to 1 for the World Series, they are 11 to 1 to win the National League and minus 110 uh, to win the uh, National League Central. Uh, departures, Jose Quintana went off and joined the Mets. Um, acquisitions, Wilson Contreras, a catcher uh, from the Cubs. Um, but then the extended uh, through arbitration, Tommy Edmond, uh, Jordan Hicks, Tyler O'Neill, Jack Flart, he's another name that we have, we keep saying the name without ever seeing him pitch. Uh, Tyler O'Neill. This lineup has huge upside. You've got Goldie and Arenado who just kind of anchor it down at three and four. And then you've added Contreras. Uh, Lars Nukbar is a, the the fantasy darling at the minute. He's the one on everybody's lips. I would like one more power bat in that lineup, uh, but the rotation pretty much is unchanged. What can uh, Jack Flaherty do? Um, Adam Wainwright, Nicholas uh, Montgomery, Flaherty, and Max is okay. Uh, and the pen looks really good too. Ryan Helsey did well uh, last year. Close, and then you've got Giovanni Gallegos who's really reliable. Jordan Hicks. Uh, I love um, Genesis Cabrera in there. So, yeah, they're really interesting for these outrights at uh, 22 and 11 for the for the World Series in the National League. Um, but a combination of me liking this team and the fact I'm so far out on the Brewers, um, I love this minus 110 for them to win the league. Um, it's a short price to tie your money up. I wouldn't be tying a fortune up to win a minus one ten shot over a six month season. But as a parlay piece, I'd be looking a bit for a couple of maybe three team parlays or or over under parlays. And St Louis Cardinals are going to be high on my list. Uh, let me just look at the total. They're eighty nine and a half. Um, yeah, I think they can reach ninety and get up to ninety two, ninety three. So yeah, I'm in on the cards this season. Um, and I, I love that minus uh, one ten for them to win the central Dylan. Yeah, I love it as well. I think they're clear cut, just power up and down the lineup. You were mentioning the names. They they got beasts. Dylan Carlson, yeah. Tyler O'Neill, Tommy Edmund, Nolan Arenado. We didn't even mention Goldsmith. So, you know, up and down. I do, I think they got a stud in the catcher, Will, uh, Wilson Contreras. That was a guy that I wanted the Mets to go after. But uh, Adam Wainwright, the ageless guy, Hall of Famer, Mike Nicholas, Jake Flaherty, uh, Jordan Montgomery, I thought was one of the biggest uh, transactions or pickups in the trade deadline last year. He just totally turned his uh, momentum because he was kind of struggling in New York, comes over to an amazing organization, and then he thrives. So I love it. Uh, I think you could get a better price in in uh, in season on them, maybe win the division, because last year how they kind of started off a little slow. Maybe you could get some plus money in season for the Cardinals, but I agree. I, I love them uh, going forward, especially to win the division. Uh, next at the halfway point uh, in our 15-team preview are the um, Chicago Cubs, Dylan. Interesting team to look at. Yeah, very interesting. So for the World Series, plus 8,000, tied for 12th. Uh, National League to win that, plus 4,000, tied for 7th. And to win the NL Central, plus 550, sitting at 3rd. So free agent. Uh, they did sign Cody Bellinger, right? Uh, nice bullpen piece. I do like him. Brad Boxberger from the... Uh, from the Brewers, they got Jason, uh, Jameson Tyon from the Yankees. I think that helps. Obviously, I think the biggest one is shortstop. They got Dansby Swanson. I think that's really going to help. Uh, they got Tucker Barnhart, the guy who won me my first DFS, Scott. Uh, 
league or not DFS league, but DFS game in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, he did. I remember. So I'm a big Tucker Barnhart guy. I wrote that down in bold. Uh, Eric, <laughs> er, Eric Hosmer, I thought that was pretty. That was a good. I don't I don't know about Drew Smiley. They did pick him up as well. I think they upgraded their rotation with Tyon. Look at it. They got Marcus Stroman, Kyle Hendricks, who's a beast, Jamison Tyon, Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson. The, Keegan Thompson and Justin Steele, they fly under the radar. Uh, then you add Drew Smiley in there as well. Um, like I said, they upgraded their bullpen. Got uh, Brad Boxberger. I think he's pretty good. Uh, catcher, they, like I said, they got Tucker Barnhart. Jan Gomes is pretty good. Eric Cosmer is going to play first. Um Second base, I think they need to upgrade. They got a couple guys there, but still think they need to pair uh, Dansby Swanson up with another guy, with another bat. Uh, and Ian Happ is okay in left field. I'm not the biggest Ian Happ guy, but uh, center field, I do like Cody Bellinger. And uh, they got Suzuki in right field. I think he, you guys, you and Noah put me on to him. He's a really fun player. to. He's a, he's a second-year guy now, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, second year. Yeah, so he's very fun. He swings the bat. He plays hard. So I, I think they they got a, g- a nice guy in the outfield as well. Um, think they could. I think they're a little weak up the infield. Besides shortstop, I think they could use another second baseman. But uh, I do like the additions that they made. I think they will be a better team. I think the win f- total reflects it, sitting at seventy seven and a half. I think if they could stay healthy with the additions to not just the bullpen, up the the, the bats with Tucker Barnhart. The, um, uh, uh, Cody Bellinger, uh, Dansby Swanson. I think they could go over this win total. So at 77 and a half, I would go over that. Yeah, I think they could make it to 500. Um, they've got a lot of new faces in the lineup um, and a lot of question marks, really. There's more questions than answers at the minute with the Cubs. I think the rotation is slightly below average, but um, I don't mind the lineup. Um, talk about, I mean, question marks. Cody Bellinger, big question mark. Uh, they then they picked up. Um, Trey Mancini, question mark, and Eric Hosmer, question mark. Um, they blocking, I was hoping to see a couple of players, actually, um, uh, prospects here. Matt Mervis um, is being blocked by these signings of Hosmer and Mancini, which I know has annoyed a lot of fantasy players who drafted Mervis. And the other one's Brennan Davis as an outfielder. Um, you said that they weren't hugely deep in the outfield. So I think we might see a lot of Brennan Davis. So there's two names to look out for. But yeah, I don't mind the Cubs this year. I know I, I picked them foolishly last year uh, at a big price. But um, yeah, I've got no issue with the Cubs this year. And I think they can get over that total. Um, next up, we go to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, Noah's, Noah's Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, who's got these? Is this me or you? Oh, this might yeah, be this you again. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go, go on then. On. Good we'll luck. Go quick on the Pirates. Uh, World Series plus to its uh, 20,000, the 16th uh, National League, plus 8,000 at ninth and dead last for the NL Central at plus 6,000. Uh, the the race traded uh, Juman Choi for, uh, to the Pirates for a right-hand Jack Hartman. So they, they got a nice bat in the lineup. They traded away their uh, shortstop Kevin Newman to the Rays for a right-handed pitcher. Um, they did sign my boy. I do like the first baseman, Carlos Santana, the ageless guy. So he... He's a nice bat for them. Uh, Vince Velasquez, they got a nice right-handed pitcher. Uh, Austin Hedges, the catcher. Um, they Pittsburgh Pirates, they also traded Diego Costa, Castillo, excuse me, to the Diamondbacks for another right-handed pitcher. But uh, this is a tough spot. You know, they only have one catcher on their roster. They did upgrade first baseman. Cabrian Hayes, he's a nice piece at third. I do like him. I think he's a really good player. 
Brian Reynolds, he's a good uh, he's good out in center field, but that's about it. I think the pa- the Pirates need to upgrade their outfield, second base, catcher, more starting pitching, bullpen. I think there's more weaknesses than strengths. I think we could say, and at, at sixty three and a half. I'm sorry if Noah's listening, but I got to go under. <laughs> um, my main um, thought on this, what I've written down, is that they signed loads of old blokes. Um, yeah. yeah. So and there's just, so there's no depth at all to the lineup. Um, in terms of the pitching, I'm interested to see what uh, Rowanzi Contreras can do, and that's it. Um, the, just the fact they've got the, the, the people that you mentioned there. Um, Santana and G-Man Choi and people like that, they can sort of roll out a consistent daily lineup, and it's yeah. not very exciting, we know that. But I just thought with it, there's kind of a lot of good clubhouse guys in there, and I thought that could get them over the 63 and a half. If they do, it'll be by half a game, though, and I'll not be betting it. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it, it is what it is in Pittsburgh, unfortunately. Um, next up, we will head to the Cincinnati Reds, the final team here in the NL Central. The Cincinnati Reds are um, 150 to 1 to win the World Series, 75 to 1 to win the league, and the NL Central at 60 to 1. So we've got two huge price teams here um, in one division. Uh, departures Mike Eustachis is gone. Um, again, the names you're rolling out are just names you would never talk about unless we're going team by team. Donovan Solano, Mike Miner. Uh, free agent acquisitions uh, Will Myers, um, Kirk Isali, um Luke uh, Luke Marler. They traded for Kevin Newman um, and uh, Luke Weaver as well, uh, star and pitcher. So the lineup, they've got a lot of batting averages between 230 and 250 in there. Um, but perversely, they've got quite a lot of players that I like. So I didn't know what to do with this because if you go Jonathan India 2, followed by Joey Votto, Tyler Stevenson, Myers, Jake Fraley, and then Spencer Steer at seven, um, he was a top prospect. I actually quite like all of them. So, yeah, there was a, they inspired mixed feelings in me. The rotation, I think Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo can win them some games. And Graham Ashcraft, they'll follow them as three. Uh, we liked him last year. And then you've got Weaver and Lewis Sessa. So the bullpen isn't great. Um, I do like uh, Riva San Martin. Uh, the, so, yeah, I'm not... I think they could have a, they could have a few... Uh, good days here at Cincinnati. I think they could be quite a streaky team. I'd be taking the over 64 and a half uh, just because, like I say, I, I was kind of mixed up, but the, the stats didn't inspire me. But it's, it's an eye test and a good reaction. I like that two to seven. Um, and I don't mind three of the five in the rotation. So I think they can get over 64 and a half. Maybe they, that could be my parlay piece uh, with the St. Louis Cardinals, Dylan. Yeah, I do like the Reds over instead of the Pirates over just because I do like their lineup. Jonathan India at second, I like. Joey Votto, you mentioned. Spencer Steer, uh, Jose Barrero at short. Uh, They have some outfielders as well. Um, But you were mentioning, I think the one weakness that they do have is the back half of their rotation and their bullpen. You know, I do like Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo. They we used to back them in like very situational spots last year. Yeah. Graham Ak- Ashcraft was another one. So I, I think this team's going to play a lot of overs. Maybe not at home because it's a big ballpark, but I think them and the Pirates are going to play a lot of overs, I think. 
Um, Noah, hello Noah. Noah's popped up in the chat. He was lurking, uh, like peeping through the peeping through a gap in the uh, in the curtains, and he's pointed out that it wasn't Tucker Barnard, you Burke. It was Kyle Tucker that won you that DFS contest. Slightly different players, Dylan. Oh yeah. He's got his tuckers mixed up. It's preseason. It's preseason. Dylan's in mid-season for the baseball classic. Yes, don't mix your tuckers up. Um, Okay, National League West we'll go to, uh, starting with the Arizona Diamondbacks. uh, World Series 80 to 1, uh, 40 to 1 for the league, and 40 to 1 to win the division. the Arizona Diamondbacks are my boys, Dylan, for this year. They added uh, Zach Davis re-signed for a year. Uh, that's a terrible signing. Really, really bad signing. Um, Evan Longoria came in. Uh, a couple of relief pitchers as well. Miguel Castro and Scott McGough uh, from Japan. But they were mainly busy with trades, uh, the D-backs, and did all right, you know. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and Gabe Moreno came in. Uh, from Toronto. Kai Luce is there as well. So the lineup for me, he's got lots of upside. Corbin Carroll uh, projected 18 homers and 18 steals. So if you're drifting, uh, drafting any teams, um, have a look at Corbin Carroll. He's going to lead off as well, I think, maybe. Uh, Jake McCarthy in there as well, upside. The rotation was sneaky good last year. In fact, it got to the point where it wasn't even sneaky good. It was just good. Uh, is that Gallon, Merrill Kelly? Then you've got uh, Mad Boom Davis, which I'm annoyed about, uh, and Ryan Nelson following that up. But they have got other options as well. And this is why I'm so annoyed about um, the re-signing of Davis. They've got Dre Jameson. They've got Tem- uh, Tommy Henry. Actually, Tommy Henry, I think, was um, was one of Noah's guys last year. And they could ease Davis out of that rotation. Uh, Gabe Moreno, the catch is interesting. Um, I'll tell you why that... The new rules, Dylan, the pickoff rules, yeah, two pickoff attempts uh, over at the first base. You can throw over twice. Arizona relied really heavily last year on pickoff attempts. I think of, the, of all the pitchers in MLB, three of the top five for throwing over um, were Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, so this signing of Gabe Moreno, they obviously had a bit of a problem with Carson Kelly whether or not he was struggling to hold the runners. So we'll have to see how the D-backs hold the runners. And this is why I think Gabe Moreno could be so important for them. Um, I mentioned to you before we started that I'd picked a little winner on the football tonight. I took the under one and a half goals. And I was going to use some of my winnings to live bet something on the show here, Dylan, so I'm doing that right now. I've got the division, division winner, National League West, the Arizona Diamondbacks. is going in my book here. Wow. Uh, £5.80 because I like to level it up. £5.80 to win £197.20. Place bet. There we go. The Diamondbacks become my first bet of the season. Uh, Live degeneracy. Um, Are you going to talk me out of the D-back still? No, uh, they were one of my favorite teams last year, and I think they're going to be better, especially on the pitching staff. They have great pitching staff. Zach Gallen, uh, Merrill Kelly, Mad Bum, he's the ageless wonder as well. Zach Davies, uh, he's good. Yeah, I do like Miguel Castro. Uh, they picked up in the bullpen as well. Uh, Cattell Marte, he's a very good uh, second baseman. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts about bringing in Evan Longoria? I thought it was kind of weird. He's, he's kind of yeah. old. Yeah. He's not kind of old. He's fucking nearly my age. He's really old. 
Uh, I do like Nick Abed. Uh, he's pretty good at shortstop. Um, oh, uh, you were talking about there. Besides Corbin Carroll, who who, play, who plays right, what are your thoughts on uh, their left field and center field? I don't know too much about them. I, I know it's Alex Thompson, right, or Thomas? Alex Thomas was great last year. He came up quite early on. Uh, it made quite a lot of fanfare, and um, yeah, he did a good job. I'm just uh, just dragging it up now. Um, I like yeah, I liked Alex Thomas. He's he, one of these bits and bobs players. He do he does a little bit of everything. Um, so yeah, Corbin Carroll will play centre field. Uh, 22 years old, top prospect, um, and as I said in my, in my handicap, they're projected. 18 homers and 18 steals. And then Jake McCarthy's the other one. Um, projected for 27 stolen bases, Jake McCarthy. He'll play right field. He's only 25 years of age as well. Um, so, yeah, the game, it's up, it's the upside that I like it. Christian Walker's there hitting clean up. Now, Christian Walker, he was getting a lot of um, chat in the Discord channel, actually, mm. in the uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Um, the baseball, the MLB Discord channel, there was some people picking out Christian Walker um, as possible home run leader. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't see, I don't know if Alec Thomas is injured, maybe, because I don't see him um, on roster resource, whether or not they've actually dropped him to the minors and he's been blocked, possibly. But, yeah, I, um, I don't mind it at all. Uh, it, it's young guys and it's upside. Yeah, obviously, it's a really tough division, but we're going to get to the Dodgers and the Padres in a little while. Um, and, and, Part of when we handicap them, um, we'll, we'll kind of explain my my thoughts on the D-backs. So we'll move on to the LA Dodgers. Um, and the LA Dodgers is uh, Dylan's team. So yes, tell us all about it, Dylan. So LA Dodgers World Series plus 750, tied for third. National League tied for first with the Mets at, at Mets at plus 400. Uh, they are minus 140 first to win the NL West. Don't advise to place any bets, especially laying money tied up in all that time. Um, free ad- free ad- agent additions. They signed right-hander uh, Shelby Miller. I thought that was a good signing. They re-signed Clayton Kershaw. Um, they got Jason Hayward as well for right field. They signed Noah Syndergaard. They get their DH from uh, Boston, J.D. Martinez. They did relieve uh, Trevor Bauer. I think that was the right move. Do you, do you think any teams will claim him for the minimum, or do you think teams are just going to stay away because of the bad image it brings? Uh, sorry, you got me when I had a mouthful of cheese there. Um, I don't think anyone will touch him. Yeah, I don't either. A lot of teams were saying that they they might have interest, but I I don't I don't I think his days are done to be honest. But uh, hey, totally it was just agree. a quick question I wanted to ask. But uh, you know, Dodgers they're another team with a great rotation. They bring back Kershaw, adding Syndergaard I think helps. Adding Walker Bueller coming back from his injury I think that helps as well. Julio Rios he's a nice player. They're loaded at the catcher position as well. Uh, with um. Will Smith, Austin Barnes, first base, you got Freddie Freeman. Max Muncy will play second, probably. But they did trade for that guy, uh, Galvin Lux, to play shortstop. They lost Trey Turner, but Miguel Vargas will probably play third. Um, so, yeah, uh, left field, Chris Taylor, I like him. Mookie Betts in right, he's a stud. I think they added an, a couple nice pieces like J.D. Martinez at uh, for the DH as well. Um, their offense is kind of stacked. The only thing we got to see is their bullpen in the left side of the infield. We'll see how Gavin Lux does at shortstop, but their their total, uh, their win total, ninety six and a half, seems high. But 
<laughs> every year the Dodgers win 100 games. So I, I would not bet my money against that. So at minus 140, I don't really like it. Maybe you could get a better uh, in-season number, but I do think they are the best team in the division. See, I'm con- not convinced about the Dodgers at all. There's been a loads of churn. Um, there's been a load of incomings and outgoings. Dozens and dozens of players have come through the system. Um, but I think it's left them weaker on both sides of the ball. Um, I don't like the bottom half of the lineup. Um, in fact, from three down, I'm all right with Betts, Freeman, and Will Smith. And after that, Matt Munsey, like I say, JD Martinez, has he improved them? I don't think he have. And then, James Outman, Chris Taylor, Trace Thompson. These names are doing nothing for me. There's not much on the bench. Um, and yeah, and, I'm, and just the, the same with the, with the rotation, really. They lost Tyler Anderson. Um, they've added Noah Syndergaard, who's kind of, he's not a busted flush, but um, he doesn't go deep in the games anymore, unless they can work some magic with him. And I'm not convinced about Tony Gonsolin. He, he's going to have to replicate what he did last year, and I don't know if he can, so... The 90, did you say about 96 or 94? Uh, I have uh, 96 and a half. Yeah, I mean, they don't get me wrong, they're going to be good, but yeah, I'm not I'm not really having them in because um, because I've got the D-backs winning a few more games. I'd be taking the unders here, but yeah, I'm not convinced by the by the Dodgers at all. Uh, next up, San Francisco Giants, who are 33 to 1 for the World Series, 16 to 1 to win the league, and 12 to 1 to win this division. Yeah, their big departure was Carlos Rodon. Uh, Longoria, we've just mentioned, off to the D-backs. Uh, Brandon Belt went. Tommy Lestella. So they ditched quite a lot of old blokes. Um, picked up Mitch Hanniger. Uh, Michael Conforto is an interesting one. And we've seen him with the Mets, but missed last year through injury. Um, Arms, they picked up Sean Manaya, who I like. Ross Stripling. Um, and then Taylor Rogers um, in the pen who will join his twin brother, Tyler Rogers, uh, Logan Webb, extended as well. So the lineup remains quite old, even though they did shed um, a few oldies as well. It's just very average, really. I don't know where the upside comes from. Um, Michael Conforto, possibly. Um, and then the other one is, can Joey Bart be anything? There was a lot of chat about him a couple of seasons ago. He hasn't really done it yet. One more chance for Joey Bart. Uh, the rotation... Um, looks above average. I like it. Webb, Cobb, Manaya, Stripling and Wood. Um, and then they've still got Tony Disco there who can come in. Um, I like him. The pen looks okay too. Camilo Duval, both Rogers, Scott Alexander. They're going to be okay, um, but they are in with the two powerhouse teams and my di- Diamondback. So just not for me, really. Um, they're just going to fly under the radar and have a nothing season. The the line at 78 and a half is probably just about right. Um yeah, there was a, a lot of shoulder shrugging in, inside when I was looking at the Giants. Again, a bit like the first team, I handicapped the Braves. They didn't inspire anything one way or another in me, Dylan. Yeah, nothing really that moves the needle. I do like their uh, rotation. Logan Webb, Alex Cobb, I th- even Anthony Disclafani, I think, is pretty good. Alex Wood, Ross Stripling from the Blue Jays. We'll see I, about Sean Manai because every every time the Oakland Athletics wind up trading their pitchers, they wind up not doing as well. So 
I, I, I'm not a big believer in Sean Maniah, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, nothing really moves the needle. Yeah, they got J.D. Davis as well. They picked up last year. I think maybe he'll have a good year. I like Wilmer Flores, a little biased. <laughs> Brandon Crawford's been a stud for years. I like um, Mitch Hanniger, I thought, was a good pickup in left field. They got Michael Conforto, but he'll probably play right. But, uh, yeah, nothing really moves the needle. They got Jock Peterson, but kind of an old lineup, I would argue. They got kind yeah. of an old lineup. And what was their win total at? It's not right in front of me. Uh, 78 and a half. Seems about right. They kind of had a bad year. Maybe some positive uh, regression comes. So maybe, but I, I, it's a probably stay away from me. I, I, I want no business with the, the Giants this year. Yeah, exactly the same, mate. Um, the penultimate team, Noah, that we're going to look at. Um, I know I'm talking to Dylan, but Noah didn't know what the word penultimate uh, meant last season, so I always have to drop that in for him. The San Diego Padres, Dylan, tell us um, how the Friars will go. Yes, sir. The Padres World Series odds plus a thousand tied for fourth with the Braves. National League plus four fifty tied for second with the Braves as well. Uh, NL West second at plus one forty. You know, I think the biggest signing in free agent. They got their shortstop Xander Bogarts. They got a nice bat in Matt Carpenter. Hopefully he'll have a better year. Uh, Seth Lugo will be interesting. They signed him. I don't know if they're going to work him in as a starter. He's always mentioned he wanted to start with the Mets, but he was kind of a bullpen piece kind of guy. But at the top of the lineup, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Blake Snell, I'm not the biggest on Blake Snell, but uh, Nick Martinez is pretty good. Then you got Seth Lugo. I love Josh Hader, uh, the closer. So they, they got some good pieces. Um, catcher spot, Aust- uh, Austin Nola is good. Jake Cronenworth at first, I like as well. Uh, yeah, I think the infield is stacked. They got Kim at second. I think that's a good uh, Manny Machado out there. The infield is stacked. I guess Cronenworth would be a play at first base, but uh, outfield, Pretty solid as well. They uh, got Juan Soto, Trent Gersh, uh, Grisham. I like him as well. I, I want to see if they move Tatis Jr. to the outfield when his suspension is over because they did sign Z- Xander to shortstop. Fernando Tatis, he does make a lot of errors at short. He's an exciting player, but he's the kind of guy that they say he could play anywhere in the outfield, in the infield. So it'd be very interesting to see where he moves in the lineup and in the field and their win total sitting around 93 and a half. You know, I, I hit on the under last year, went up a little, uh, it was at 90 to at 93 and a half. Now I got to continue to go my under. So they'll probably go, they'll win 93, 92 games, the Padres. Yeah, I think uh, it's Matt Carpenter who'll be most at risk in left field uh, when Tatis returns. But yeah, the, again, a lot of movement in this Padres organization. Um, and, Again, concerns about the age, which a lot of that comes from Nelson Cruz um, and Matt Carpenter, who's, who's 37. But um, the rotation's kind of incomplete as well because you mentioned Seth Lugo. I don't think he's a starter. I think um, that ship has sailed. He's 33 years old now. Currently stated to be their SP5. Um, and I, again, I'm not really... I'm not really buying it. I think there's got to be more to come um, from the Padres in terms of players. There's got to be another one or two to come in um, in terms of trades because I don't think they can go in. Obviously, yeah, they've got Tatis to come back, but I don't think they can go in like this because that that is going to take me under uh, that number. So um, I'd be I'd be leaning under with no movement, but I'd, I'd be interested to see um, what moves they've got left in them uh, before the season starts for uh, the San Diego Padres. Okay, finally. 
um, is the Colorado Rockies. We definitely didn't save the best till last. The World Series, 125 to 1, 66 to 1 to win the league, and 150 to 1 to win this division. Um, departures, Jose Iglesias, uh, Chad Kuhl, one of our guys uh, from last year, and Garrett Hampson. Um, free agent acquisition, Harold Castro. Um, I don't mind him, actually. He's not very exciting. He does bat for average. Um, the lineup actually looks okay. Uh, the batting average is good. There's not much power in there, but Bryant. Uh, McMahon, CJ Crone, Charlie Backman. Um, then you've got Gritchick, Brendan Rogers. Don't mind that at all, really. A little bit like the, the Cincinnati uh, setup from earlier on. Um, the rotation, however, this was the weakest rotation I've looked at over the two episodes, over the two weeks. Um, you've got, you're looking at Marquez, uh, Kyle Freeland, Jose Renya, Ryan Felder, Austin Gomba. Projected DRA, every single one of them is over five. Um, so yeah these are daily over candidates when when the season starts let's just keep back in the overs because I think we'll score some runs and you've got the park factor um, and then all of these starters and the bullpen's horrible as well so my final thoughts on this that I have written down are lots of runs no bets so I've got nothing um, starting, the, starting the season with them uh, total is 68 and a half which is oh don't mind that it's it's up there they're not they're not in the the, the tier with these teams um, hovering around the 60 mark. Um, I think they could go over. Uh, they were good at home last year. They yeah. were competitive. They need a, another arm or two, though, because they, they're going to lead the league in losing games 13 to 11 is what they're going to lead the league in, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like Chris Bryant in left field, but other than that, and maybe CJ Crone, he's good at first, but... This is a team I'm going to uh, fade all season. Maybe not at home because they are they are pretty good. But like you said, maybe an over team, especially if we get a low total. I think a lot of runs could be scored. Their bullpen is atrocious, like you said, especially in the division. Maybe maybe that's why it looks so bad, their their rotation, because of how good the rotation is in the division. But, you know, they have a low um, win total for a reason, and – I just I see no way this this team is bad, so I, I can't back them any anyway. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so Dylan, uh, that has got us to the end of our um, National League um, futures and news. Um, if, so the 15 teams you've looked at, then is a one bet, one one total, or or one divisional play world series play, anything like that that would stand out if you were going if you were going to have some balls like me and just put some live £5.38 or whatever I just put on. Um, what's your pick? I do. I do like your, uh, your Arizona play for the division. I think there's a lot of value there. Um, yeah. Bias, but I probably take the Mets not to win the NL East at plus plus one thirty five because the Mets will met and they'll probably lose the, um, they'll probably lose the division, but national league plus 400, maybe, there's some value, but I got some bad teams with me. Maybe you want to take a flyer on the Phillies as well, like they had that run last year. They're definitely capable with that lineup and their three rotation guys. Brewers, I'm out of. Maybe the Cubs at plus 550. Maybe they could sneak, but Cardinals are really good uh, in the Central. I don't want to back the Pirates. There's no value in the Dodgers and... I, I think the Padres choke in the playoffs. So I didn't really leave with leave you guys with a ton, but uh, maybe maybe the Mets or the Phillies. I, I think you could throw some flyers on. Yeah, I think for me the standout is St. Louis to win the 
NL Central at minus 110. But like I say, you'd be looking for a parlay piece. I do like the Mets. I would put the Mets in there at a price of plus 135. And then as far as the tools, I'm, I'm in on Arizona, obviously. I'm in on Cincinnati. Um, and I'm out on the Brewers. Um, that totally 84 and a half. So the, that would be my uh, play so far. Uh, and that's it. Uh, Dylan, thank you very much for joining us. Have you had fun sure. talking a bit of baseball? It's been uh, it's been too long. Yeah, it's been too long. Can't wait to get back into it. Uh, World Baseball Classic, under 50 days. Final rosters will be announced in next month in February. So be on the checkout for lookout for that. Uh, yeah, can't wait. Spring training in less than a month. You know, uh, a lot of teams went out and spent this season, so I'm interested to see how uh, what what final product they put out on the field. And can't wait to get back with you boys. Yeah, it's been a proper hot stove this year. I think this has probably been the most exciting one in kind of my short seven or eight years. Um, life has been a been an MLB follower, so th- yeah, it's the best one I can remember. But yeah, really looking forward to it. Uh, thank you, Dylan. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks if you joined us live. Um, usual place to like, rate and review. Uh, don't forget to go and have a listen to the Premier League Gambling Podcast. Uh, never been a better time to come and join the uh, ranks of Newcastle United supporters. Um, we are only heading in one direction. World Baseball Classic coming up and spring training. Everything will be covered here on the MLB Gambling Podcast with myself and Dylan and Moonaf and Noah are chomping at the bit as well. Uh, good luck with any bets that you place. Um, enjoy the NFL playoffs at the weekend. And until then, uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.